Good morning. I hope you guys are well. I'm really excited for today's podcast because I finally got my thoughts together. I've been meaning to make this episode for like two, three weeks because that's how long I've kind of been struggling with the situation, but that was the exact thing. I was struggling with it, so I wasn't able to really collect all my thoughts on it and give a whole podcast about it, but now I feel like I have shifted. I've just in a different place and really worked through the stuff so now able to share it which is very it's lovely it's lovely for me um and hopefully you guys too it is gonna be quite deep um and there is a disclaimer that this is all my personal experience just go with what resonates with you not everything will a lot of things might but yeah and I want to start with something that just came up into my head and I know I've talked about this before But it's just a little reminder and just a mini lesson straight away while you're listening to this is I want you to be really careful when you bash older versions of yourself. So whether that's you post like a transformation pic of your body or a mindset transformation TikTok of being like, oh, when I was like so lazy and I never did this and I never did that and now I'm like a productive queen and blah, 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 whatever that version of yourself that maybe was a little bit more lazy or you don't think like you thought they were cringy or you thought like oh my god why did I ever do my makeup like that like that's so weird when you say those words out loud when you put that out into the universe you are bashing you your present self because those versions of yourself are still within you and they were always trying their best they were always trying their best so yeah I just wanted to put that out there that they once served you they once served you so if anything we should be so grateful to the fact that we are in this position today because of them they got us here so swiftly moving on I basically have moved back to my parents and I came back three weeks ago so this is kind of very much what it's all about and the reason why I'm back is because my next apartment in London isn't ready yet so I've had to come home and I have like two and a half months here but I've done about three weeks um already and all I can say is it was shocking for myself I had so like this is the way I'm going to describe it for all the work that I've done in myself right I am 21 and I know that's on the young spectrum to be fair I don't really care about age but like I've done a lot of therapy I've done a lot of work I've shifted a lot of things I came back into my old house into my bedroom with my mom and my stepdad the amount I was triggered the amount that I was affected energetically was insane and it made me have so much compassion towards all the younger versions of myself that lived in this house because I could finally like understand how was I like how was my 21 year old self that had done so much work on myself still be triggered surely there was so it just shows like there was so much going on that I wasn't even aware about because I have so many you know I have skills in emotional regulation and communication and just emotional awareness and self-awareness and I was struggling in this situation bless 15 year old me bless 17, 18, 19 year old me, 10 year old me, six year old me. Like, it's just so crazy. Um, So that was like a big, 
like aha moment of like oh my gosh and the last like three weeks was hard especially oh my gosh I remember the first week I was like crying on call to my therapist and I was like I don't know what to do like I was planning like should I go move like should I go live with my boyfriend should I go get an Airbnb should I go live with a friend like I was just wanting to escape and that's when you know she was supportive and she was like you know what you need to do whether that's like she said to me you don't have to be in old environments like you don't have to so I think that's an important thing especially like I am not at all in an abusive family not at all like I'm in a very blessed family but every family even if you're blessed has dynamics and triggers okay I just want to put that out there so you don't have to have a crazy family to be triggered you can have your parents are still together like everything my parents aren't but what I'm trying to say is no matter what family you can be triggered and have stuff going on but let's say you are like in an extremely abusive home or like really like you can't be in there don't feel that you have to go into an old environment to heal yourself like it's just something that you just don't need to do personally this is what I think anyways so I was speaking to my therapist and I was just contemplating whether to escape not escape but just like should I just leave like what should I do and I had recognized that this was something that I had always done like I think when I had school I was fine because we would have school and then I would have after school clubs till like five I come home I would have dinner get ready for bed do a little bit of homework and that's your day over but I had always struggled at home when it was summer I always like something was I didn't realize then but now obviously I reflect back and you know like every summer I would be house hopping between my friends like I would just like want to be out all the time I would always be on my bike in summer just like cycling around whether that was like meeting friends whatever and and then going on to lockdown like that's when my eating stuff really shifted like I had to put I obviously we had to be at home but it was hard and like I clearly went down a very you know always exercising and restricting food and keeping my day consumed of like cooking and all this stuff just to keep myself busy and distracted and the year before that did I have a boyfriend and it was quite toxic and I've talked about it before but I would spend every day at his like I would always just try to get out of the house and then the year after my eating stuff like I was obviously still doing it was basically last year still doing my social media stuff at home but I was into my very like much not doing great habits of smoking and being out the house all the time and like I would go meet friends at like 9 p.m so that by the time they would like drop me home at like 12 would I be tired and just fall asleep or just like stuff like basically saying that like I didn't want to be at home and I didn't recognize that till I came back and I started like the first week back I was like going to the gym then going to the coffee shop then going shopping and then like just just keeping myself out the house and I really recognized wow this is this is an old habit and I wonder why and when I talked about it in therapy she said firstly the house just holds a lot of energy and a lot of dynamics and also because it's just so small we're in such each other's spaces and part of me just doesn't want to be there anyways so I was contemplating whether to evacuate the premises and I am actually so proud of myself I am so beyond proud of myself because I don't know where I plucked the courage from but I I plucked it right deep inside of me and I think this 
I think it comes from me always trusting the process. Whether that is I'm having a therapy session and I decide to bring something up even deeper, whether I'm journaling and I just, you know, or whether I continue my therapy sessions. Like, it's just all these little decisions of like, when it is super hard and when it is super uncomfortable, when I'm breaking down and I, when I feel like the world is over because I'm going so deep into stuff or not even so deep into stuff, but I'm deciding to carry on. I have courage and trust in the process that it will help me and that it will heal me. And it always does. And I pluck the courage to go, you know what? I'm going to heal this shit. It's going to be fucking hard but I'm going to stay in this room and I'm going to come to a point where I don't have to feel that I have to be out of the house all the time. I can hold my ground. I can stand up for myself. I can be an adult. I can be respected. I can have a good morning and night routine because like little things like in this house, I don't like the bathroom, like it's cold. So I don't do my like proper facial routines and gua sha and brush my well, I do brush my teeth but like no wonder it used to be so hard for me as a teenager to brush my teeth and shower because I just didn't like the bathroom but I just didn't recognize that so now it was like I'm gonna do all this stuff I'm gonna be so I'm gonna come to a point where like I'm actually happy here like and I am now like well I'm happy here but like I can't say it's my dream place to be like I'm sleeping on a sofa bed right now but like every day and week am I becoming more grounded in myself to be here and yeah I'm just really quite proud of myself for doing this now I'm just going to go on to like a few little things that I've kind of learned that's helped me and just realizations I guess and I've talked about this on another podcast I think it was stop being so emotional when I talked about how sensitive I was energetically and still am and one way I think I've already kind of explained this but I'm just going to briefly go over it again when I was younger and even still now I could pick up on my mum's feelings and energies so whether she was mad but she wouldn't say it out loud so I would just pick up on it whether it was her faces whether it was her body language whatever I could just feel it within her I would call it out in a a way of like, mummy, why are you mad? Or like, you know, whatever. And she would almost attack me and say like, oh my God, I'm not mad. Like, stop making things up in your head. Like, I am just doing my stuff. And she would say to me, like, you could just imagine how confusing this is as a child, as a child. And she said this to me two weeks ago as well. And this was at the beginning of our healing, which I will talk about because we have improved a lot. And she said, stop reading my faces. (laughs) I'm sorry, mum, but how am I not supposed to read the very thing that shows me what you're expressing? And I talked about to my therapist and like, this is where we have to hold compassion for our parents because I could get mad at my mum for that. But what my therapist explained was like, your mum may not have been able to share her voice. She may have learned to not speak up about things, about her emotions when she was younger. But she could show it, like, she doesn't realise that she shows it on her face. And if you pick up on it energetically, even though she may not be aware that she's mad or angry because she has to suppress it, you can feel it. So when she has someone telling her, like, you're mad, because she's there trying to suppress it, she's just, like, getting mad at it all. So I completely understand that. And I think this is, like, 
one of the major things is having compassion for our parents even though they may bring us pain and trigger and hurt trigger but (laughs) you know what I mean like a lot of it's learned behaviors and this is what I want to emphasize is this is your journey this is your life and experiences and the most that you can do is heal your shit and you will actually cause more like I don't know what to describe it but you're not going to get further by trying to heal other people by by you know I'm not saying you won't can't express to your mum like I will tell you about this and how I communicate to her but it's not about me trying to change my mum and the fact that she needs to I need to like teach her how to speak up about her voice and whatever no like that's her shit in her lifetime like whether or not it's in her lifetime to heal but it's in my lifetime like I know in myself it's my lifetime to heal my stuff so I can heal the stuff on my end but I can't expect her to heal her stuff and that's okay and that is almost the way of life so yeah continuing on I could sense something from my mum she would then tell me off and what this created for me as a child and now was a distorted sense of reality because I would pick up on something that I thought was very true and genuine and like I could genuinely feel it whether she was mad at me and I was like mum like this is true or whatever and she would say no and she would make me feel so almost like wrong in that situation and that just creates a distorted sense of reality so basically saying that like I lost my sense of judgment I lost my sense of am I right am I wrong and this brings in this kind of like always questioning behavior of mine I promise you this will all come together but I wanna fast forward to the Belgium trip I had with my mum about three days ago. We went for five days and it was like memory lane because I was born in Belgium and we were just like visiting family, friends, beautiful places in Brussels. And I want to explain the shift I had in myself. And just recently also, I really had to hold space for myself as the adult And what that meant is, like, when I had something to say, when I had to speak up for myself, I stood in what I said. Because just as I explained where I would say something to my mum when I was younger, and then it would be, like, wiggled out of it. Like, no, 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 you're wrong. No, no, that's not true, or whatever. And so this Belgium trip was, like, a massive test, but it was so freaking healing. So what would happen, right? Let's say anything. Let's say a little comment triggered me like um whether it was about food or my body or work or literally anything I would very I very visibly shut down but like in my past I would attack or like I don't know like I basically go into my own space so if I am chatty and then a comment triggers me like with my mum I just take a moment of silence to recollect my own thoughts. And then she goes, what's up? What have I done wrong? Now, if your parent says, what have I done wrong? Please hold compassion that they were taught, not taught, but like they immediately think that they're in the wrong. They immediately think like this is their shit and you can't heal this part of them. Like this is just their stuff. So 
somewhere in my mum's childhood was she taught certain things to think that she had done something wrong first. Moving on. I then go, this is how I communicate. I go, so I'm just sharing this with you because I want to communicate with you and I just want to let you know, but I want to let you know that this isn't me attacking you. This isn't something necessarily your fault or that you've done something wrong or that you're a bad person. This is me trying to stand up for myself and heal myself and speak up for when I feel triggered. And I just want to let you know that that comment that you made about me going for a second portion, you know, this is not an accurate comment, by the way, I'm just making it up at the moment, um, kind of hurt me because, you know, you know my relationship with food and I was really trying to tell myself that I wasn't trying to feel guilty. So hearing that comment from somebody else hurt me. Um, But again, this is my stuff and this is my own world. And I can understand that that comment to you may not have held significance, but for me it really did. And I would really appreciate it if you didn't make any comments about, let's say, my food and stuff. And that's how I would say it. Like, I would say it that tone, I would explain it in that way. Now, most of the times, (laughs) there would be, and this is with everyone, not everyone, but there is a level of defenseness. So she would be like, well Anna I didn't actually mean it like that so could you not be so sensitive and like I did not say that and I didn't mean like that so can you not just take things out of my mouth that previous reply would send me to an old behavior of mine of we would I would cry I would attack I would feel not understood I would be confused and then I would like just let go of the whole situation and not hold my ground so that was kind of what I was explaining when I was younger I am so proud of myself. Like, I actually feel like a freaking adult right now. Just like the way that my responses were, I held my ground in every conversation in Belgium. So she would say something like that. And my response would be just holding my ground. I would say, mum, like, I can understand that you didn't see it that way, but it did hurt me. And this isn't, a attack on you as a person I would say to her like you are not a bad mum you have not done something awful or like I am not trying to attack you as a person I am purely telling you this I'm like the point of this conversation is because I'm learning to speak up for myself and I am learning to communicate and I know you'd want me to do this if this was with anybody else And I'm purely just letting you know that this comment hurt me and the reasoning behind it. And I'm just, you know, we're helping each other learn. And she may come back again and be like, like, honestly, some conversations, it'd be like seven times. And I would just repeat. And there were times where she would roll her eyes at me and and look away and then look back and raise her voice a little bit and get sharper with me like, more now I love my mum I love my mum and I don't see this part of her often and I I almost feel wrong right now explaining my mum like this because she is such a lovely person but this again is just a learned behavior like this is just her old trauma shit I don't know exactly where it came from so I'm saying this with space between that I know this isn't my mum in a nutshell but anyway she was doing these things and like old like 
I have so much compassion for myself, like for my old versions of myself. No wonder I just tripped and fooled and couldn't stood up, stand up for myself. But I would just say it again and again. And as I said, like it, sometimes it would take like seven times. And then right at the end, would there be tears on her end and be like, oh, okay, yeah, like I guess sometimes I just feel like a bad parent. I go, no, mum, you know, just reassuring. Like they just need a lot of reassurance and love themselves while you holding your ground and it worked and at the end of it she'd be like I'm just so proud of you that you can communicate like that and have that groundingness and I talked about this all with my therapist and she really helped me you know realize where you know when I don't know about you guys but I've always had this voice in my head that's very questioning whether that's doubting myself whether that's should I do this should I do that even to the point of like me waking up and not knowing to after my breakfast whether to go on a walk to go to the gym to do work like my brain sometimes just cannot decide or if I get a dm and like someone's questioning my mindsets or questioning me as a person I start questioning myself because I can't hold my ground and this is the the last this is the cherry on top this is wrapping it up all together guys that voice that questioning that doubting it's not mine this is what my therapist has helped me understand that voice is not mine and it is my mum's how crazy is that and this is what learned behaviors are sometimes it's not our own okay maybe it's not what learned behaviors are but like sometimes it's not our own voice right especially you know if you've had a parent similar to mine or whatever like let's say you've had a brother always saying mean stuff about your skin or about your body and then you wonder why why you're so mean to yourself about your skin and your body it's not your voice you just had a brother telling you your whole life that it's that right and where the magic comes in is recognizing that that voice is not yours and then putting space between it you know separating right that's not my voice and then I said to my therapist but like I can't help it when it comes in you know all these mindset coaches online are like just don't let that voice come in you must not let thoughts come in it's like I'm sorry but with someone with like anxiety or whatever you want to call this like okay I don't even want to label myself having anxiety anymore but like I get anxious moments or triggered moments but anyways as a person with lots of thoughts you can't just tell them to not let them in so I was I was like there's no way my therapist is gonna know the answer like what am I going to do with my life? Like, how am I going to stop this? And she she had it. She said, be so grounded in your beliefs. Be so grounded in who you are, what you feel and what you stand for. So that when you have conflicting ideas, when you have questioning stuff, when you have doubts of other people, it doesn't affect you because you are so grounded in yourself. And that for me, I heard that two days ago in my therapy session and I have honestly felt transformed since then and it was happening already in Belgium when I was standing up for myself and holding my ground I just hadn't put the the piece the cherry on top I don't know how to explain it but this is it and I want to quickly jump onto something that's gonna connect back to all of this as well and I've asked my mum not to listen to this episode because she normally does listen to all of them and I love it and I love the fact that she learns stuff from it but I don't want her to feel that I'm picking her apart but I'm essentially am picking apart her behaviors but more for the idea of 
letting other people understand maybe themselves a little bit better and other people a little bit better and not because I think she's a bad person at all anyways so obviously we know the food situation with myself a couple of years ago eating disorder all that and I'm not going to say this has direct correlation but I can only imagine how hard it was for when I was younger and it was only until the other day did I realise. Now, my mum loves offering me food all the time, all the time. Oh, Anna, try this prune. Try try this new bread roll I made. Try this cup of tea. Like, whether or not, you know, what the food is like, but she just always offering me food. And I think as a child, that affected my intuitive eating because I wasn't eating when I was hungry. I would just eat when I was given food and I always had to finish my play, and yeah. And then along with this, which is almost just like the ironic thing of it all, she would also tell me off at other points. Like, not tell me off, but she would say, do you need to have that extra cookie? Do you need to have chocolate before you go to bed? Why are you having another bowl of yogurt after dinner? Why are you eating before dinner? Like, she would say those comments. Now, I'd only ever picked up on those comments, like, well, not only ever, but let's say, like, the last year or two, I had noticed that she had added to my guilt of, like, oh, are you eating that? Whatever. That aside, I had never realised that it was the combination of, like, offering me and being like, oh, do you want this? Do you want this? And then also shutting me down. Like, that combination must have been so confusing for my younger self, because basically what happened, literally, like, two days ago we came back from Belgium and we had like I don't know anyways came back into the kitchen and I walked in I wasn't really that hungry if I'm being honest I was just going to fill up my water and she was like oh Anna have some of this bread before bed like it's really nice and I just was like okay like and this happened like all throughout Belgium as well like oh try this try this whatever and like not necessarily eating when I was like hungry or not even hungry but just like wanted to actually eat it And though I went for the bread and I think I was already slightly triggered and tired and whatever. I was eating, I don't even want to bring that in. Anyways, I was eating the bread and then, you know, as I'm eating, I was kind of looking around. I was like, you know what? I want that coconut cookie. So I go to get the coconut cookie and she goes, do you need to have that? And I was talking about to my therapist and it's just, again, like, how confusing is that? Like, you're being offered food. Oh, have some food. Oh, no, no, no. But not that. Not that oh that's too much right like at a certain point is it too much at a certain point do I need to stop so like and in my therapy session I had to like this is another thing guys like you will have pent-up anger I think as a generation we don't express our anger and I never never do and like that stuff has an effect on you if you suppress that and I really need to start boxing or something like I need to start some sort of weekly anger session whether that's like screaming on a hill or punching a pillow because in my therapy session okay this is deep we're we're shifting right now but (laughs) in my therapy session two days ago we were talking about this and that very realization of how confusing food must have been for when I was younger and just even now like being offered and then told off and then just like whatever I was so angry at that situation and I my therapist started making me like punch the pillow she makes me like push the floor like I don't know how to explain it like when you're in like downward dog um stomp I had to do everything quite quietly because my family was in the house anyway I was letting out this anger and it came to a point where 
this is how much like when I say like I'm doing the work like I'm doing the energy work I started shaking I started shaking my body had that much inside of it my arms everything my chest was my legs were shaking for about 30 seconds did it like rapidly incline and then it was like 10 seconds of absolute like body quaking like no not even quaking more than that and at one point did my eyes like my eyes were kind of shut and I I it was almost like I could see like I don't know it was like black but there was like sparks and guys it was weird it was really weird and then after that I was like zapped of energy and she like finished up the session fell asleep and I felt so much lighter after but like what I'm trying to explain is like that that's how much anger I didn't even realize I was holding like if I had that experience in therapy of me shaking (laughs) off this energy no wonder it has like a day-to-day effect on us or whatever like stuff that we don't even realize anyways so that was me releasing the anger I felt so much after that so I'm gonna start like just doing naturally more anger releasing stuff even though I may not have in my head exactly what's making me angry at that point I just feel like it's good to release stuff um and yeah so it was just like big realizations and so then I was like saying to my therapist along with this like so what do I do with my mum like and why does my mum do this and whatever and she was like look this is her shit in a way of like parts of her childhood has made her do these things whether she was taught that whether she had a very questioning childhood like all this stuff so it's not about my therapist doesn't like to go too much into their stuff because it's not about completely it's about noticing and slightly understanding where it comes from but not trying to fix it and understand it to a complete extent of making it your experience and healing work so we kind of moved that aside and I said you know what can we do why whatever and she said you need to just be grounded as I said earlier like I just have to be so grounded in myself and know myself yeah and it was almost like I was asking my therapist like how can I almost not heal my mum because I know that's the wrong question because we know that we're not supposed to heal other people but like if this is my mum's learned behavior what am I supposed to do and she was like be the most stable grounded adult in her life hold your ground when you just by the smallest things when you don't want something when you want something when you feel a certain way when you don't feel a certain way whatever that in itself will be new to your mom and it will test your mom because she'll have like the dynamics between you have changed um but yeah like I, I don't I really hope I've explained this the right way um this whole podcast episode it, it is quite deep and I love sharing my experiences with you guys but like in a in a way things will almost get deeper or like more things that you may not have ever really think about because I am just continually going deeper into this journey and I want to take you guys along with it so yeah I'm just really proud of myself for sticking through like as I said at the beginning I wanted to just escape and I couldn't really understand and now like like I I'm not ready for when I move into my own house like I'm gonna be transformed um so if this is a little message or like reminder that doing the hard stuff does help and I know at the time it can be literally hard and feel like you're going backwards and that was another thing that I was talking about to my therapist I was like I feel like I'm going backwards like this was like you know 
a week ago or whatever I was like I'm just feel down all the time because I'm triggered all the time and I'm emotional and I all this stuff and she was like and she was just like you are not going backwards you are just healing more and more stuff and also she was like keep chasing those moments of bliss that I keep talking about because basically when I came out from Bali and I was in my own place for two weeks I was energetically somewhere else literally like there was just I was skipping down the street I was listening to music I was romanticizing every moment of my day I was dancing in the gym everything and slowly as I came home was that dampened because just triggers and old shit stuff that sometimes you just cannot help and so what my focus is now is to one I've healed stuff because I'm changing the way that you heal is changing your approach to things so if you have a flatmate if you have a friend if you have a boyfriend if you have a parent that treats you in a certain way the act of you speaking up and holding your ground even though that you may not get the reaction you want from them you are healing stuff within you and I honestly like I have never been so there for myself because at I don't let an opportunity slide. In fact, I know that it causes me more damage when I don't straight away speak up about something. Even when I go to myself, Anna, do you really need to speak up about this right now? Like, it could be a tiny thing. Like, earlier, my mum walked into my room and, like, passed me my retainers when I was, like, in the middle of doing a TikTok or something. Or I was just doing work. And... I was just a bit annoyed I was like I don't need them right now like like, whatever and as she walked out and then I was like you know what I think it just annoyed me because just a little bit of privacy you know like you just walked into my room like what if I was changing what if anything and I was like Anna you don't need to say it like she you know I was telling myself Anna you know she was just doing it from a good place she was she was just trying to give you your retainers because she thought you would lose them but I was like I just have to and I walked outside and I go mum she goes yeah I go, do you mind not walking to my room without knocking? Just privacy and stuff. She goes, oh yeah, sorry, sorry, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, And just that act of me saying that has served me. And I want you guys to continually come back to that. And I don't know whether I drifted off from the section of losing your progress. I can promise you now you are not losing your progress. Sometimes you can just be so deep into the therapy and the triggered stuff that you can't get yourself out of it. But the act of putting in the effort to have those blissful moments really help like when I was really struggling the last two weeks even when I would just put my headphones on and go get a coffee like just getting a coffee and romanticizing that did I have 20 minutes of feeling like I was on top of the world even if the rest of my day was like absolute shit it's just reminding yourself that you can have those two three five minutes ten minutes of bliss right and I want you to just create that we have the power to create our reality and I'm being genuine I know I've heard that so many times earlier in my life and I'd be like yeah I know but I never really quite understood it and obviously me knowing the fact that you can be triggered and stuff but like you can create those moments even if it's just for a couple of minutes so whether that's putting your headphones on and just dancing and forgetting about the world for two minutes and by building that up day by day and having a couple of those and then like because then what happens is, and this is what I've learned, is you realise that it saves you, it's not a chore anymore, it's not a, 
oh I need to do something to make myself feel better you realize that like oh my god I need this I need this like I need to feel better and I need to go do that stuff and and that's that's when you're like really turning up for yourself and becoming that adult and yeah like I think after this I'm really gonna I'm gonna put my headphones on I'm gonna cycle to coffee shop grab a coffee maybe do a little bit of work go to the gym do my stuff create those happy movie moments I like to call them now to end this podcast I really want to just give a little bit of inspiration and motivation to kind of wrap up you know what we've talked about and how to feel grounded in yourself or like inspired by yourself or really truthfully believe everything you say and I think sometimes we just need to give ourselves pep talks and you can do this in your own way whether you find it easier to write down in a journal I personally love journaling but I wouldn't the way I do this pep talk isn't on like in a journal but sometimes I think I have anyways recently what I found is like putting on some calming music and sitting on my like bedroom floor and whether I'm doing some really slow yoga or just like moving my arms or something, I speak to myself. I genuinely just like give myself a little whisper pep talk and I just say what I need to hear. Like I'm like, Anna, you have got this. You have done all the work. You know what you need to do in this situation or I'm just so proud of you. Just whatever and just let it flow. And sometimes I can talk for half an hour or sometimes what I find nice is like going on a walk and speaking my thoughts out loud like and if people come by just like whisper for a second or something or pretend you're on a phone call but I honestly just speak to myself and you will find that you have the best advice for yourself sometimes I find and this is very normal too is like we seek so much advice from other people which I don't think it's a bad thing to gain lessons and experiences from others but sometimes you really just need to sit with yourself so after this podcast maybe just like be like okay instead of watching another youtube video or another podcast or another thing like ask yourself or like be so grounded in what you think and what you believe because that is the best medicine genuinely genuinely so yeah i want you guys to maybe get creative maybe make a mood board maybe write down your affirmations on a cute little piece of paper or poster or anything maybe do it as your lock screen like maybe just give a little bit of your time today tomorrow in the weekend to be creative with yourself and your own advice and your own affirmations and your own beliefs um and I know you guys got this my dms are very much open whether or not I reply it is a safe space for you to write anything down there whether you want to use it as your journal and update me on things so that you can actually look back and be like wow six months ago I messaged Anna saying I was really struggling and you know now this is how I feel and I'm texting her you know just like use it as much as you like um the Instagram is called inside Anna's mind podcast I also have my own Instagram Anna Archer fitness um and I'm here I'm here for you guys and I just want to say a massive genuine thank you for the community that we have built ah getting teary (laughs) because I would not be able to share the things that I share on this podcast if I didn't feel supported and safe within my own community so not only do I provide a safe place for you you guys provide a very safe place for me and younger Anna would be well she is she's so delighted that she can be heard and that her things feel related to and listened to and that she's not alone so I'm sending so much love and I hope you have a wonderful day evening or sleep 
and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.